Hey, hey, how you doing? It's Emma here and it's just me and you today. I thought I would come on and talk about one of the topics that comes up so frequently for me. Largely because this has been a huge part of my journey, which will probably come as no surprise to you by now if you followed my story thus far. And that is around just acceptance of my body. I'm in a bigger body, if you like. So I'm a size UK 18, 20. I have been this size probably for the last decade. And I'm more comfortable in my skin than I have ever been in my entire life that I can remember anyway. So I spoke before in an earlier episode about having really early memories of being quite conscious in my own skin. Being a gymnast, stood in a leotard of a lineup of other girls, all different shapes and sizes, but usually very tiny, right? Gosh, I never felt good enough next to them ever. And then there were the bullies, then there was a whole turn into food thing, not feeling good enough and just gaining weight year on year through my 20s after a, a bit of a messy breakup and discovering booze and partying and late nights and all the rest. And getting to that turning point at 30 where I was like, surely there is a better way to think and feel about myself after staring at myself in the mirror and just despising what I saw staring back at me. And what I had no appreciation for at the time was that I wasn't alone and that most people I speak to even today have stories to tell about how they didn't feel comfortable in their own skin and how they hated what they saw in the mirror or they didn't like parts of them. And, you know, we're on this mission, lifelong mission to correct that about themselves and may still be on that mission today. So what I thought I'd do today, rather than just give you my story and my perspective, is to actually give you some questions to ask yourself in this quest for body acceptance. And I started my quest when I turned 30. And it wasn't until about four or five years ago that I came across the body positivity community and started really to challenge my perspective. So that's what I hope to do with these questions. So you might want a notepad and pen handy. If not, no worries. I will make sure that these questions are in the show notes so you can follow up and maybe grab a journal and journal on some thoughts in response to this for yourself and see where that takes you next. So my first question is, where has my low opinion of my body come from? Now, the reality is we are born into this world as little babies that are perfect and whole and complete in our parents eyes in the eyes of the world we're innocent we're pure and nothing actually changes except everything changes right we go through childhood and we are conditioned almost from the moment we open our eyes to believe that we need to look a certain way act a certain way behave a certain way, think and feel a certain way, whether that's from what we see on the TV, in movies, in programmes, in reading magazines and books, in hearing our parents speaking, whether it's about their bodies or other people's bodies, from our friends, maybe we are bullied or we are the bully and often body comes into it then. It's a real sore point for a lot of people. 
but you've only got to walk down the street and see all different shapes, sizes and styles. Yet the the image of perfection that we see often in the magazines and the and TV and film is in reality a body shape that only 5% of the population of women on this planet naturally have. As in they don't have to lift a finger, they don't have to really work hard to watch what they eat to actually maintain that shape and size that we see in the media. Which means that 95% of us, i.e. the rest of us, the rest of the female population on this planet are going to have a hard time fighting against reality to achieve that shape and size, let alone maintain it. So the next question I have is, do I see a true representation of body diversity in my newsfeed? Because let's face it, most of us hang out a lot on social media. And this is now perhaps less so than TV and billboards and magazines. Um, This is where we are absorbing those subliminal messages about what is perfect and what is beauty. And I want to ask you, how do you feel when you scroll through your feed? Because I know I used to get completely triggered by the younger, slimmer, fitter, more gorgeous images of the women that I used to see in my newsfeed. And I might add, I chose to follow them in the first place, right? Which is kind of crazy when you think about it, because why am I looking at photos and honing in on parts of other people that make me feel bad about myself? So do you see a true representation of body diversity in your newsfeed? If not, unfollow those people that perhaps have the unrealistic shape and size or the unattainable shape and size for you and start following inspirational women and there are many out there that actually look and feel comfortable in their own skin whatever shape and size they are who actually appear to be living life more than they do chasing the number on a scale or trying to change something about them i want to see women in my feed not because of their body shape and size, not because I think they're perfect, but because they're obsessed with living life fully now. So I was listening to Carly Marie the other day, one of my mentors, and she said, your newsfeed, your social media, is a living, breathing vision board. You're going to look at your social media newsfeed way more than you are any vision board. So make it inspirational, make it aspirational, but make it inspirational for all the right reasons because you feel good when you look at it now I couldn't look at my relationship with my body without looking at my relationship with food and dieting in particular right I spoke about this at length in episode seven confessions of a binge eater but I had been on and off one fatty diet or another yo-yoing in weight for over two decades so the question to ask yourself here if you recognize this in yourself is Is it really me that's failed so many diets? Or is it the diets that have failed me? Think about it. Would a multi-billion dollar industry exist if it were really that simple? Follow this diet, lose this weight, keep it off. There is a specific brand that has been around for many years that don't even try and hide the fact that they want you to watch your 
weight because they named themselves after it. There's a reason the stats look really poor for dieting success in the long term. So over 90% of people who lose weight have regained it within five years, right? I am guilty as charged of watching the likes of the biggest loser in the past. I used to cry my eyes out at their weight loss victories. You know, they used to shrink before our very eyes right on screen. And in hindsight, I think my tears were partly because I knew that this feeling of achievement and pride for losing the weight week on week would only be met with the return of guilt and shame as the weight went back on and the comments and praise lessened because this is what happens we live in a society that praises weight loss oh look at you you look amazing have you lost weight you know does that mean i didn't look amazing two weeks ago before i'd lost the weight does that mean you didn't think i looked good before this this is what goes through your mind as someone who feels like you've been living in an imperfect body that has been judged by the world you know, it wasn't that long ago the likes of Biggest Loser as an organisation were called out for the fact that each of their contestants, each and every one of their contestants regained the weight outside of the programme without that intense, gruelling and let's face it really unrealistic diet and exercise regime they put through in, in the actual 12 weeks or whatever they're there. They just go back to normal. They're not taught how to shift their mindset and feel better about themselves in that time. So everything changed for them externally, but nothing changed on the inside. It was all about the restriction of calories and the increase in exercise. None of it was about how they actually feel about themselves on the inside, what their self-worth looked like, how they felt in their own skin, what they thought they were gonna feel like when they did achieve the weight loss. There was zero work done on their identity. So as a bit of a pattern interrupt, I wanna give you this next question, which is what if I never lose the weight? You can insert your desire. So it might be, what if I never lose the weight? What if I never get to the dress size? What if I never get the abs? Or what if I never look like ex celebrity who I admire? So you have to bear with me a bit on this one. But if you were to take it off the table, if someone was to say to you in no uncertain terms, you will never reach that goal. Are you really prepared to spend an entire lifetime chasing a number on the scale that you were once upon a time in your teens or 20s that you may never see again? Now, this isn't to be confused with giving up on yourself. I want to make that clear. I'm not suggesting you stop pursuing the body of your dreams. What I'm suggesting is you stop waiting to get the body before you start to live your life. It's a complete shift in perspective. I will never forget the realisation a client of mine had, the lovely Sharon, when we had this conversation in one of our first meetings. She came here for um, a VIP day. And there was this penny drop moment where she realized that at the age of 55, she was still so focused on getting back to, in inverted commas, a previous weight as she had been for the last 30 years. And that this was not only stopping her from living in the present moment because she was living in the past, but it was also stopping her from moving forwards towards what she really wanted. Which brings me on to the next question, which is what 
do I really want to feel when I've lost the weight or insert your goal? Is it confident? Is it sexy? Happy? Peace? Lighter? Vibrant? Energised? Fit? Healthy? Loved? Because I have to tell you now, everything we do, everything we do, whether desirable or not, is because we think it's going to make us feel a certain way. One of my teachers in eating psychology, Mark David of the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, has a very simple quote that has always stuck in my mind. He says, the journey informs the destination. So if that were the case, then why do we think hating ourselves thin will result in us finally being happy in our own skin? And why are we so surprised that when we do achieve a weight loss goal, we soon self-sabotage and regain the weight every time. Why are we so surprised if we're no closer to being any more kind and more accepting of who we are each and every step of the way? Which leads me on to my final question. What can I do today to feel that feeling now? You know, if you feel like you'll finally feel confident when you've lost the weight, what can you do today that will help you feel that confidence come through. You know, there must be something you're good at, someone that makes you feel confident when you're in their company, a best friend or a sibling, a partner. If it's sexy, you know, what item of clothing can you put on or what fragrance can you wear that's gonna just make you feel that little bit of sexy? If the journey informs the destination, then your acceptance journey has to start today. My hope for you is that you stop waiting for one day when you finally lost the weight, if you ever lose the weight, or achieve the body-related goals you have and start finding other ways to experience the feelings you want to experience when you've got there today. Because quite frankly, life is just too short. I would love to hear if you have any aha moments as you've listened to this episode or if you've been on your own journey of body acceptance, what's worked for you and what questions you asked yourself. Feel free to message me on Facebook or email me emma at emmajclayton.com and in the meantime, if you'd love to go deeper on your own journey of body acceptance, the Initiation Members Club doors are always open. This is where I teach you all I know to initiate or deepen your inner game of becoming all of who you came here to be. If that's something that's of interest to you, check out the show notes. There is a link in there to find more details or just drop me a message if you've got any questions. I hope you enjoyed this show. Have a lovely rest of the day and I will speak to you next time. Bye for now.